Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Give Me My Points podcast. I'm your host, Angry Domins. As usual, I'm joined with my co-host, Lockable. What's good with it, bro? What's going on, man? Oh, not too much, man. Another wild and crazy and unpredictable week in the NFL, as usual. Sadly. Right. Also, as usual, we want you to like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And as well... Um, you know, join us in the Discord, the P3 Picks Plays and Parlay Discord. Link is in the description below. We give away free picks every single day. This month has been away, but we want you to keep riding with us because we're going to shake back with it. Now, get it to that wave is the NFL. Every time it seems like, you know, we say, oh, this game should be an easy one, a layup, they should handle their business. Then you have just teams that just say, to hell with the data, we're going to just go in here and muck it up. And right. that basically was the Cowboys and the Texans. The yeah. way that they, you know, play their game, ESPN had a whole spiel last week of how their analytics were saying that the Cowboys are now the odds-on favorite to not only go to the Super Bowl, but win the Super Bowl. And you laid that stinker with the Texans that you – Barely beat. Yeah, it it was a very weird game. I was watching the game, and I was telling my uh my dad, I was saying this game here, I feel like it's a trap, right along with the uh, other game. I said that money line was too he- uh big to even touch on. I said Houston's gonna get these boys a battle because Cowboys gonna play down to their competition, and that's exactly what happened. Dallas was getting whooped on the whole game. And then the fourth quarter, like the last drive, Dak dialed up a uh, a drive and they scored a touchdown to win the game. But to say y'all supposed to be Super Bowl teams, y'all don't look very Super Bowl teamish, man. You let the one in 10 team give y'all a run for your money. If them boys give you a run, what you think the mother cats going to do? Like the Eagles, Giants, the Niners. Them boys, them boys gonna do you worse than Houston, man. They, this game was terrible for them. They need to look themselves in the mirror and say we got to play better to uh, con- compete in the playoffs this year. Yeah, man they they look just terrible. I mean, the Texans, like I say, they just trying to show up that first pick, but the way that they were playing with confidence, that I mean, and in, in my opinion, they should have won that game. Uh, so questionable play calling around the uh, goal line as to why, you know, the Cowboys were able to come back on that last drive. But that was the Texas game to lose from the jump. I mean, they dominated for, what, three and a half quarters, and they, they let the yeah. Cowboys off the hook. So, yeah, all they, they can kind of peel, you know, pull back on some of that Cowboys going to be the Super Bowl champs, analytics and all that stuff. So I ain't buying it. Uh, Philly. To me, it's still the best team in that division and probably the best team in football. Yeah. Philly's just causing havoc every game. They're, ever since they Washington lost, man, them boys have been playing. Hurts has been playing like no other, man. They running game is strong. Hurts is accurate with the ball. Receivers catching the ball. Defense is playing well. They just look real good right now. I don't know if they're going to hit a uh, – a tough spot towards the end. They don't look like it. Look like the only tough spot they had was against Washington. 
So if they end up playing against them in the uh, playoffs, I know that'll be a tough matchup again. But, man, them Eagles, man, them Eagles is flying high right now. Yeah, because like I said, they played uh, the Giants yesterday. I thought it was going to be a more competitive match, but no, the Eagles just went in there, dominated every asset of the ball, whether it be passing, rushing, defense, they dominated. And the Giants, man, I mean, they better consider themselves lucky that they were able to stockpile those wins early in the season. Because for the past, what, three weeks, they have not looked like – a contender, you know, in the playoffs, still a good record. Um, to me, they kind of overachieved this season, but I think a lot of that has to do with guys want to get paid with Saquon and Jones, but Saquon, and you know, I think he's what nursing an injury. So, you know, yeah. I think they, they kind of, you know, temper those expectations. Um, yeah. Giants have been struggling. I mean, they've lost the past one. What's that? Four or five games with, including that tie with the Commanders. I mean, like you say, it's lucky that they was able to get all them wins in the beginning of the season to kind of help them skate towards the playoffs. But the way they looking, man, they, they don't look like they're going to make no noise in the uh, NFC playoffs this year, bro. Yeah, and like I say, the other game that, I mean, it was a trap game. Um, I, I didn't think they was going to, you know, do what they did. But they basically put on the stop was that uh, Minnesota Detroit game. Um, Detroit Lions were playing to win from the jump, and it was evident with you know them pulling the fake punt and passing the pin they sue and just letting uh, golf just add that thing out. Man, I mean, they dominated that ten and two uh, Vikings team, and you know with the last six games for the Vikings, they five. You know, they're five and one, and I think they should have really beat the Bills on Thanksgiving. But, you know, they've been playing some great ball and actually have a chance to sneak into the playoffs, which is something that was not even fathomable at the beginning of the season when talking about the Detroit Lions. Right. And before I go on this little rant, Lions, good win. I give you all your props. Great win. You got the dub against Kirk Cousins. But let me get on these Vikings. I have bad blood with these boys for the rest of the season. Uh-oh. Kirk Kirk Cousins is by far the worst quarterback I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Even worse than uh, quarterbacks like Brock Osweiler. I do not like Kirk Cousins anymore. Oof. He, he had, stat-wise, it was okay. But if you watch the game, you know it was a mediocre game. Jefferson had a franchise record of 223 receiving yards off of 11 receptions yesterday, or Sunday's game. He didn't get a single touchdown that whole game. He had one touchdown that got uh, called back for whatever reason. They thought he stepped out of bounds. They didn't even challenge it or whatever. So that kind of screwed us over on that one. But the Vikings... Shouldn't have even been in this position. You have a receiver who put up 223 receiving yards on the Lions. They couldn't cover him. He was unstoppable. And he didn't get no end zone targets like that. You give it to Thielen and Dalvin Cook. 
You couldn't even run the ball the whole game. Your most rushing yards was 23 rushing yards. But when you go to pass, you didn't even look at Justin Jefferson, even though it was a few red zones where he was uh, triple covered. But there's a few plays where Kirk threw some bad balls or he didn't even look Jefferson's way to even get him a touchdown. With him not getting a touchdown, he cost a lot of us a lot of money. He cost me a four-leg parlay. That was going. I just needed him to cash, and I would have won. He didn't get it. Screw Kirk Cousins. And the Minnesota Vikings not doing nothing in the playoffs. To hell with that team. Eesh. Sheesh. But, I mean, I, I agree, man. Um, I had Jefferson on two of my fr- uh, fantasy teams. And that touchdown to just put him over the top yesterday. And they couldn't get it done. I don't know what the hell that play was when they had Dalvin Cook at the end throwing a touchdown, you know, trying right. to throw a touchdown pass to right. nobody. I don't know what that What play is that was. call? What, what what are we doing here? Y'all not in the position to be doing them type of gidget gadget plays, man. Y'all was behind. Y'all wasn't winning at that point. Why why and nobody was even in the end zone for him to even throw the ball. That's what I couldn't figure out. He was just looking confused. That was a terrible play call. And then going for two when you didn't need to go for two. They scored a touchdown win for two. They didn't need to go for two at that point. It was They had a lot more. It was like the third quarter. They went for two early. Didn't get it, of course. For what? Yeah, I don't know. That's that analytics. What a waste. I don't, I don't know. What a waste of a play, coach. Terrible coach. Terrible time management. Terrible quarterback. Terrible all around. The Lions played a better game. The Lions won. Congrats to them. They are now in the hunt for a wild card position. It's crazy. It's crazy to see, man. Um, Another good game of the week. Unexpectedly, because they got flexed out of the Sunday night game was uh, the Chiefs-Broncos. And, you know, I mean, if you've been following us, we have been heavily critical of Russ and his cooking with the Broncos. Me, myself, yeah. personally, I've been leading the brigade that Russ can't cook shit and that he finessed the Broncos for a quarter bill. But I'm going to give him his props on this game. Dude was cooking. Him and Jerry Judy finally, you know, after all these weeks been telling him, hey, you have a top-notch receiver. How about you get him the ball? They connected. Jerry Judy had his best game of the season without a doubt with three touchdowns. But uh, Russ was cooking. Uh, but unfortunately, he got concussed. But at the yeah. same time, the beginning of this game was going to look like just straight slaughter because I think the Chiefs, were they up 21 nothing or was it 27? 27. 27, okay. Yeah, and the Broncos, they just said the hell with them. They let that thing loose, and they were able to come back somewhat. I mean, the final score was 34-28. But, um, I mean, it's the Chiefs. They're running away with this division. Um, they, they're going to be, you know, Another AFC West championship. But, yeah. I mean, it was unfortunate for Russ because he was cooking and he did get concussed. They said he's doubtful for this week. I don't know too many players that can come back off a concussion and play the next week. But, you know, Russ said he got special healing capabilities, so we'll see. I mean, it's kind of pointless. They're eliminated from playoff contention. Broncos country. That's right. But um, another division, I should say, or a divisional game, that was kind of a shocker. Was that Jags Titans? Uh, what happened to the Titans, bro? 
Man, the Titans have been struggling these past few weeks, man. Like, it even surprised me that they're struggling this bad. Like, I mean, Derrick Henry, I mean, Derrick Henry's going to do Derrick Henry things, but them boys need some receivers out there, dog. Like, it's getting rough for them. Defense isn't stopping nobody. Offense ain't really doing nothing because they're trying to run Derrick Henry 24 uh, carries a game, and if defense is not letting them do that uh, lately, it's been a struggle for uh, Tennessee. They don't look like they're going to do much in uh, the playoffs. And, I mean, yeah, they, they got their division pretty much locked down. Well, actually, no. Jacksonville could still take this division with a few weeks we have left. But Tennessee don't look good, man. They don't look good at all. Right. And it's I mean, it's shocking because I mean Jacksonville looked good the whole game and it was like, what is going on in Tennessee, man? Cause you know, they got Molly Watt when they played the Eagles. And um what was it that was it the Monday night or Sunday night game? I think they played the Chiefs where they actually looked decent, but man, I I mean it looks like if they get in the playoffs, it's going to be another one and done, uh, you know, for them because they just don't have it all, you know, going forward, in my opinion. Right. I mean, looking at their schedule, yeah, it's a pretty tough schedule. You got Chargers, Cowboys, Jaguars, and they play the Texans as well. Three out of the four teams are going to be tough games, so they're going to have to come up with something to do, uh, get some momentum going into the playoffs. Have to another good divisional rival game was uh Ravens Steelers. Um, the Ravens yet again that team they eat by and get a W, which matters, but then it doesn't, in my opinion, because you know, Steelers, Steelers, I think, should have won this game until you know their rookie got hurt and money making Mr. Trubisky came in and was just giving the ball to the Ravens. I mean, hell. You, you can't win a game when your your quarterback comes in and throw three picks. You yeah, you sure can. I mean, they could have had a chance if uh their quarterback wasn't giving up all them interceptions, man. I mean, Pickett, he didn't last long. If he would have last long, they probably could have done something, but you know, things do happen. Huntley found a way found a way to get them to victory. But didn't Huntley get hurt? But I was about to say, Huntley, Huntley got concussed. I mean, it was a hell of a lick that boy from the Steelers laid on him. So they're down to their third-string quarterback. And like I say, I mean, it was just an ugly – it was an ugly game, you know, hard-nosed AFC North game. But, man, it's it's, it's going to be tough sledding for the Ravens because they don't know if they're going to get uh, Lamar back. And I think they have a – don't they have a Saturday game this, uh, this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there was talk of him coming for the Browns, but, I mean, that wasn't fully confirmed by the coach. So, he'll probably be yeah. back for the Falcons game the following Saturday. But they – they yeah, they, they can't afford any slip-ups because the Bengals, Bengals are rolling, bro. The Bengals on their tail, bro. The, Joe Burrow dialing them up. Yeah, and they were able to get their uh, – Joe Burrow was finally able to get a, a win over the Cleveland Browns yesterday. Um, you know, they had some injuries to their receivers, but Chase was back and he was balling. Yeah. He he was balling out there. I mean, Cleveland's still going through the new quarterback with uh Deshaun Watson out there, still trying to figure out uh the plays, get back in the groove of things. 
You know what I mean? He threw threw 276 yards, touchdown interception, but it was a good defensive game both sides at first in the first half. And then mm-hmm. Joe Burrow found a way to get some touchdowns going. They stayed true to the run game. Mixon had 96 rushing yards. But, I mean, his number one receiver, Chase, that boy had 119 of them uh, things off 10 catches. So, them boys rolling, man. They looking real yeah. good. And I still still think they're going to take that division somehow, some way. Yeah, it's going to come down to it, man, especially with the Ravens having those injuries. It's there for the Bengals. They're able to strike because – they, I know they want their division because they don't want to be a wild card. And, you know, I mean, they'll play it either way, but, you know, it is what it is. Right. Um, Another game I didn't pay too much about, uh, Panther Seahawks. Um, Seahawks, man, they just – they finding a way to lose games. And the Panthers, they still – I mean, all actually, they still have a chance to actually win the NFC South, which is crazy. But, right. I mean – Geno turned the ball over early, and that kind of put the Panthers with a cushy position uh, to win that game. But it wasn't much I was interested in. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, re- I didn't even watch this game. I was just looking at the score on my phone. Yeah. In the first half, Panthers was kind of working them, doing well. Then Seahawks found a way to battle back, but Panthers found a way to win. But like you said, Geno was giving the ball up in crucial times, so. Yeah, he has to work on that. It looks like our prediction may come true with this Niners uh winning that division, the way the Niners have been playing, even without their uh first and second string quarterback. So Seattle so need to uh figure out something to get ready for this playoffs because more than likely they're gonna catch a wild card. You might have to play them wild card games. Well, that's if they make it and like you say, get into their division, man, that forty niners played uh, the Bucks yesterday, and that wasn't a game at all. Uh, Brock Purdy came in, uh, lit Tampa Bay up early. Uh, they took a 28 to nothing lead in the first half, and this game was done. Yeah. You know, it was done in the, you know, midway through that second quarter. Uh, 49ers played excellent defense. They gave up a score in the second half, but that was they were on cruise mode by then. Um, yeah. They wound up beating the Bucks thirty-five to seven. Uh, Tampa Bay does not look good. Um, <laughs> you know what else is there to say about that? Uh, the Forty ers are coming for that division, man. That's just the uh, NFC South, man. We do not look a good like a good uh, division this season. It's sad to say we haven't seen that in a while, but NFC South not gonna make no noise this year. That's just the cold hard facts. Brady doesn't look good this year, which is uh, weird for everybody who's been watching Brady for a long time. He's struggling down there in Tampa right now. Yeah, he's struggling. Some making, you know, uh, attributed to off the field issues or, or what have you. But I mean, that team, they've been plagued with injuries, but they just don't look good. And um, I know it was a crazy video. Um, with uh, undisputed Skip and Shannon that they that they really got into it uh, about Tom Brady, and I think Baker Mayfield caught some strays too. But um, I think did we have that uh, clip? Yeah, I think we got an audio from that with uh, with them having that discussion. 
Help me out. Here. I need you to That's sit. your argument. Okay, that's I need your you. argument. What do you mean that's my argument? Your argument is that they're going to be in the playoffs. Is Tom Brady playing bad? Okay. Yes or yes. no? Yes, he played poorly yesterday. What did you mean yesterday? Okay, all you, year. But you're giving him 100% I of did. the blame? Because they, they well, that, That's question. just, you, you have no objectivity. It's just straight Brady still, hate. Still. Wait, wait a minute. This is just straight hate by a guy who's jealous that he is still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Still, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Still, I did well, what I, I did. I never said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Still, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got three what? Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you. Better. Yeah, what I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, when you, for I, don't, I don't take personal yeah. shots. Oh, you time started time it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I so didn't take a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just Go ahead. you disrespect him. It's it's just so. It, so it's you would just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no. support him. No, well I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. At it. Have at it. Okay? Take off, bro. I'm going to have at it. Yeah, man. I mean, Shannon acted hell fool, man. I I don't blame him, but I don't blame he, him at he all. He should be. Uh, he should be arguing, like, getting out of pocket like that with Skip, man. Skip ain't played no pro ball, man. I don't think he played varsity or JV football, bro. Like, you know, you can, you can give Tom Brady his credit as, you know, arguably the GOAT uh, quarterback or what have you, but you don't need to put him, you know, up there to put Shannon down. I mean – Shannon Sharp, he's solidified. He's Hall of Famer. He's one of the best tight ends in the history of the league, and especially with the the yardage and touchdowns that he was able to do when the tight end position, hell, back in those days was a glorified extra old lineman. So, you know, him saying Tom Brady better than him, I'm like, Shannon Sharp got three Super Bowls. He's a Hall of Famer, arguably one of the best tight ends to ever play. Don't disrespect that man like that, bro. That was like, pure you, disrespect you know, with that statement. Yeah, like you, you can you can say what you have to say about Brady or whatever, but Tom Brady it's not like he's above reproach. If he playing like ass, you get to say that. That's what they're there to discuss. But man, Skip was just hella disrespectful with that, and I don't even know why he bringing up Baker Mayfield, you know, with that and everything. But to him, you know, bro. It was just total disrespect, and I'm just like, Skip, you on some bullshit. Right. I mean, I was watching that clip, and I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Skip would go that far, but it's just the way, it was just the disrespect regarding the matter, and Shannon just wasn't going for it today. I thought them boys was going to tussle the way he took them glass, so I thought he was about to, you know, Say after show, and we about to see a brawl on national TV. The way uh the boys was arguing oh, today, but man, Skip Skip wouldn't even get up to do that. Man, he calling security. Right. Man, I thought he. I thought Shay Short was really about to cuss him out and say "fuck you," man. Like that's what it. Know, I thought saying. that was going there. <laughs> Cause dog, thought it was getting there. Skip really tomorrow. I don't know if he gonna do it or not. He owed that man a public apology, man. Where he was like, you know what? I got beside myself. And I was disrespectful to this man, my coworker and stuff, and I apologize because 
you not about to disrespect Shannon Sharp career like that, bro. It was right. no reason for that. Like, I mean, you comparing Brady, who you gonna compare Brady to, bro? In a quarterback that seven touch, you know, seven Super Bowl. I'm sorry, seven Super Bowl uh, championships, bro. Come on, man, cut it out, bro. It's ridiculous, bro. It's, I agree. A public apology is needed, or a private apology. You know, whatever works, but apology needs to be said, man. It just, it just has it's, to. It's man. just a, hey, bro. I know you're a provocateur. You come with your hot takes and all that. You made a career slanging LeBron James' uh, name out your mouth anytime you can get. But at a certain point, it's just like, hey, bro, calm that shit down. Right. Um, and for the night game, it it was it was a it was a decent matchup. You know, they they put it as, you know, the draft picks, who was the better one type deal or whatever. But it was the uh, Dolphins Chargers. Uh, Chargers got the dub. But really and truly, that game, I don't think, should have been as close as that. But the Dolphins, they've been losing, you know, a few games recently. They need to kind of watch that because as they're losing games, the injuries for their team is piling up. And it's it's kind of hard to see them making a decent playoff run with that happening. Right. I mean, they they're coming off two losing games in a row, lose to the Niners badly, then lose to the Chargers Sunday night. Looking at their schedule, they have a pretty pretty packed schedule to end the season off. I mean, with the injuries all piling up, Tyreek is dealing with an ankle injury. Waddle's been dealing with an injury all season. Two was just dealing with not getting concussed on the field injury, you know. Tuesday hasn't been looking himself these past two weeks. I mean, his the balls he's throwing are not looking as good as they were earlier this season. They look out of sync. They look like they're getting drained. But this is the time when all that drainage needs to go away. This is the time when you need to start. Y'all need to start getting some momentum. Y'all should be clicking like it's no tomorrow. Everything should be known. Y'all should know which I want to do, how you going to do it play good football but these past two games haven't been that especially uh sunday night's game the offense just wasn't really doing well at all defense was letting the boys score they wanted to fix it playing the bills uh this saturday yeah that's definitely gonna be a match to look forward to man but um you know charges charges is their team is like yeah they're hoping to make the playoffs this year, but are they really, you know, a contender for serious, you know, a playoff run? I don't know. Uh, Cause is this season basically it's been dependent on those wide receivers and their health. Uh, when they're all there, they're a dangerous team, but I'm going to tell you what really gets into the Chargers way. And that's coaching uh, yeah. the decision made by the coaching staff. Sometimes it make you just be like, "What the fuck is going on?" You know how how is you know how how and why? What are they doing this for? And but you know, I mean, right now as it stands, they're seven and six, one game above five hundred. With maybe it may be good enough to get a playoff spot. We'll see. But Dolphins, yeah, they they have to watch. They have to watch that. Like I said, what they're going to Buffalo to play this game uh, Saturday, right? Right. It's supposed to be a snowy yeah. uh, game. So 
snowy game. So, yeah, it's going to be another tough one for the Dolphins, man. So, it was looking promising, man, but, you know. They're making my pig look so sad right now. Hey, man, I I tried to told you, but we can revisit that, you know, (laughs) but we'll see. It's, you know, it's why you play the games. Right. But they say we're going to have Saturday games. They're starting Saturday, Sunday, and Monday games. And I think what next Saturday, well, not this Saturday, but the 24th, they're going to be Christmas Eve games. So, I mean, we still got still got a good bit of football left, man, and it's getting down to the nitty-gritty. But, man, it's – I still can't get over that Dallas-Texans game, bro, because I, I thought for sure – Every time the Texans were getting the huddle, they they braced and break on Cobb on three. Like, hey, bro, we 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 just trying to get through this, get this number one pick, and get on about our business. But they played a hell of a game against Dallas, and if they would have executed a little bit better, I think they they should have won that game. Right, and you couldn't believe about that game. I can't believe that Raiders versus uh, Rams game this past Thursday. I can't believe that I... game. I still, I, I still don't understand it, man. Dude was there for less than two days, bro. The Raiders and, let Baker Mayfield come back and beat them boys, and he only been on the team for three days. Didn't even know the playbook, bro. He wasn't the Raiders. He was there for two. That this just solidifies your uh your statement about Derek Carr's job. It's done. I agree now. It's done. This game should have never been in this, never been in this uh, situation at all. This should have been a duck your head, not get injured, win. But what happened? They got their running back hurt. They out there not uh, scoring. They lollygagging, grittying on a punt ball. And what happened? (laughs) Baker Mayfield dialed up a play, played backyard football, and scored on y'all, won the game. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself, bro. I couldn't believe that game. I don't think nobody could uh believe the Rams was gonna win that game. Man, that's the thing, man. They do it, they do it too much, man. All that dancing and all that shit, bro. I get tired of that shit. Like it's too it's you know, I'm all for celebration or the right play. If you make a clutch, let's say you make a clutch interception, a clutch sack that wins your team the game, okay, bro, you can you can celebrate and all that. But these goddamn DBs and shit, they've been, they been taking it up a notch, I'll say, the past three to four seasons. Every yeah. play, they swiping their arms. No, no, sir. No, no, no. I'm like, bro, it's a basic play. You don't need to fucking have an attaboy, you know, do all this mm-hmm. shit on every single play, bro, like you did your right. job. Okay, right. get back and do it again. You know, because, I mean, hey, you know, you're a DB they're going to only, you know, highlight a play if you blow the coverage or whatever or you mess up. It's a it's a position that you're not going to get the respect that you probably deserve because you have to, you know, be in your position, execute damn near every play, or they're going to consider, hey, this guy blew it or whatever. But damn, swiping your hands or doing all this shit, doing your secret handshakes on every damn incomplete pass, like, Motherfucker talk about no sir and all this other shit. I'm like, he threw that shit 10 <laughs> feet above yours and the receiver head. You ain't do shit. <laughs> it was a bad pass. So, yeah, they, they got to 
that, that shit getting on my nerves, man. I'm like, cut that shit out, bro. You made a play. Okay. Okay. We get it. But get back on defense, dude. But the funny thing uh, is, they was gritty and during the play. The play wasn't even dead. They was just gritty while the ball was rolling. Like, why? <laughs> why you do that? They doing too damn much, man. They doing too damn much. Um... Like I said, Derek Carr, he can get on there and cry and everything and show the passion. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, man, because they do, you know, put their bodies out there. And it's a hard sport to where, you know, these guys are taking – they they probably taking lives – I mean, years off their lives when they're playing and everything like that. But at a certain time, when you keep losing, nobody wants to hear that shit. I mean, that's, that's just the God honest truth. They're going right. to be like, yeah, but you ain't winning no damn game. Um, if I'm Josh Jacobs, I'll be like, yeah, I'm glad y'all ain't signed me because I'm going to take my talents and get the hell off of this sinking ship because these pirates are about to, you know, hit hit the uh, gallows and it's about to be a wrap because hmm. um, Carr ain't going to be there. You're going to have Tay Adams. I'm going to tell you what they should do right now. Raiders should be looking rebuild, bro. Uh, I know y'all got Waller there. He been injured most of the season, probably done for the season. You got Tay Adams. Unless you guys can land uh, a quarterback, <clears throat> Brady, uh, who's a free agent, mm-hmm. uh, unless you can land somebody spectacular, <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers somehow or whatever, y'all are going to waste the talent and wind up paying a lot of money because that team is about to be cooked. It's about to be cooked next season. Yeah. It won't be as much media coverage this off season like it was this year. Hell no. But I mean, you know, like I say, yet again, Baker Mayfield and motherfucker I'm gonna call him Baker Elgato Mayfield, the cat. Cause this motherfucker gonna have nine football lives. He keeps getting opportunity after opportunity. And we'll see what he, you know, he does in L.A. Because uh, right. that's another quarterback situation with uh, Stafford. He's done. He's done, bro. Yeah. He's done. He's, I mean, he's been, he's gotta... been concussed. Uh, that elbow arm situation or whatever. Uh, doesn't look good. Yeah, they don't. Uh, they're going to have a quarterback controversy. If Baker can uh, somehow win these last few games. Yeah, there's gonna be a quarterback uh, controversy this off season, so we're gonna have to see how they yeah, play out. I mean, shit, they, they 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 don't have any picks, so it don't matter if they win or lose in anyway. So, right. Yeah, it should be should be another good week in the NFL, man. Um, it's gonna be another week of craziness, and that's basically how this whole season been usually. Usually we'll have a, a at least two or three weeks where we can basically put like yeah, we could put a seven or eight leg parlay together. But this season, it has not been like that at all. Nah, parlays get bust. Even though hey, even though I did give you a a plus, what was it plus four hundred, plus four fifty or something yesterday parlay that <laughs> did hit. Yeah, four fifty. Yeah, four fifty. Should have put it to the group, but I I didn't know. Yeah, it kind of caught me real quick. I put something together, but it did hit. So it did hit. I'll take that. it, though. I'll take <laughs> I, you it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, hey, join the Discord. 
P3 picks, plays, and parlays Discord. Link is in the description. Join the server today. That's going to wrap up NFL talk. Let's go to the association. Oh, boy. Get into the NBA. Y'all know you can call me a homer or whatever. I've been telling y'all these Pelicans are going to fly high. I said it in the, uh, I think the shoe episode. The Saints had to fall so the Pelicans can fly. And boy, they flying high right now. I mean, hey, West is still close. I get that. But they had a back-to-back game against the Suns and went 2-0, baby. How you love that? Yeah, man. I mean, the Pelicans playing, bro. I mean, that schedule with them playing against the Suns back-to-back. There's a lot of bad blood between them. So Zion took it upon himself to let them boys know that the only reason why y'all won is because I wasn't here. So Zion been balling these past uh, few games against the Suns. And then even did that 360 dunk on him to end the game off that they was mad about. And he still beat him uh, two days later just to show him y'all can't do nothing with me. Them boys, them Pelicans, the Pelicans are a problem. To say they didn't have uh, Brandon Ingram out there, them boys are a problem. And then and they played them again uh, when Tuesday. Was gone. Oh, yeah, Herb was gone too. Oh, uh, no, they play again Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, they're going to be playing at Phoenix. Um, okay. They got a back-to-back this week, uh, two games at Utah against Utah Jazz, which should be uh, some good games as well. But, yeah, to, for the simple fact, they played the Suns. Uh, no B.I., no Herb Jones. Man, the young guys are getting this experience, which is going to be instrumental in them going forward. That, you know, the moment isn't too big. They can match it with anybody. Man, this team, like I said, defense is their identity. They're not scared to go against anybody, bro. Zion Healthy is a beast. He's a beast. He is a beast. Larry Nash Jr. compliments him very well, bro. Yeah. I'm I'm so glad CJ starting to get his shooting back the way it should be, bro. Pelicans are a problem, man. I hope we can keep this momentum up and, and keep on striving in the West, bro. But these Pels, man, they're a problem, bro. They're a problem. Yeah, they are a problem. I mean, you've been saying it all year. They're going to be a problem. You know, they are stepping up to the plate. As long as they stay healthy, they can keep that momentum up. They're they going to get to the playoffs, and they are going to be a team you do not want to miss, mess with. Yeah, I sure hope so, man. And like you say, I'm going to be definitely watching that game Saturday when they uh, play Phoenix at Phoenix. It's going to be a good one. Um. Man, your Lakers, bro. They uh, they they've been putting up some points lately, bro. Especially AD and LeBron, man. What what got into them, bro? They tired of the motherfuckers talking shit on them. What's up? What's up with that? I mean, they tired of the disrespect, man. I mean, even though it's a rough start, man. Somebody must have to- uh got in their ear, bro, because them boys starting to put up some points. They're starting to win some games here and there. You know, they had a uh, they just beat. No, I'm sorry. They, yeah, they just beat the Pistons Sunday. Uh, but I mean, they've been putting up hundred point games. It's not like they've been getting blown out like they was in the beginning of the season. But you know, they they coming out here, man. AD and LeBron are playing great ball. AD's playing like AD, playing great ball. Everybody's clicking up. But you know, 
I still believe they need a few more pieces to help them out to, uh, for the end of, to uh, help them throughout the season. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, we're still at the bottom. I still think there's hope to uh, come come from the bottom. You know, but we're gonna have, we're gonna see we're gonna see how them boys uh figure it out. Yeah. Um. Did you happen to catch that uh Golden State uh Boston game Saturday night? Yeah, I seen uh. Celtics lost that game. Right. I mean, I mean, hey, they said it was coming off a stretch, but Golden State seemed like they want to just flip that switch and be like, oh, we Golden State. It's Stephen Clay. We still shooters, da, da, da. So, I mean, are they sandbagging? Are they just waiting till like, oh, we in the second half of the season, we can get our groove? Or was that just one of those games where it's like, yeah, we was able to turn it on for a night? I mean... Like last season, nobody really thought Golden State was going to do much in the playoffs, and they turned out champions. So, I mean, I feel like Golden State knows that we don't have to have a great record to get in the playoffs. I feel like they're going to play enough, win enough to get in the playoffs, and then I feel like they'll turn up then. That's how I think they're going to play. They're playing this out. So, I mean, you know, they, uh, they play great. Uh, against Boston, Clay and uh, Steph were thirty-two and thirty-four points. You know they was out there balling. They handled business to them Boston Celtics. But Golden State, I mean, they're still at the bottom. They're like what number eight? Yeah, they yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're uh, ranked eight. Yeah, they're okay. They're ranked eight. So I mean, they're still in the play up play in. So I mean. You know, they can stick around that area, you know, win a few games in the uh, end of the season to get in the top six so they don't have to do the play-in. They'll be fine. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure they're okay with not being the top dog like they used to be a while back, as long as they yeah. get in. Man, the team, I still don't understand, man. When they, I didn't understand when they made that trade, where they gave up so much and, and everything like that is the, man, Timberwolves, bro. Like, y'all did all this for Rudy Gobert is supposed to be the guy that's going to, oh, he get his rebounds and give his defensive presence. But, man, y'all y'all not even in the playing tournament right now in the standings. Right. And y'all have not looked good to me at any point of the season. Like, bro, that, that shit looking like a disaster. It's looking like, man, the, the Jazz going to come away looking like, bro, we finessed them boys. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the Jazz are are definitely reaping the benefits better than the Timberwolves. I mean, like I say, it's looking very bad for uh them Timberwolves right now with this trade. It's three just not working, stars, bro. It's just not working stars. with the three. It's just not. It's just not working. They're not clicking. They're not in sync. It's just not working. I mean, it's still a long season. They got time, but it looked bad right now. They don't look like a. Uh, Championship contending team. Yeah, they don't look championship. They don't look playoff. They don't look like nothing right now, bro. Uh, Clippers, Clippers to me, that's a sandbagging team because, you know, they are the, envis- the embodiment of uh, low management as a franchise. Yeah. So they, they're they doing whatever they want to do right now. But, I mean, they'll turn it up towards the end of the season or what have you. Um. But it's going to be interesting to see that the teams that are there are able to keep it up. Um, but in the East, man, it's 
it's like I say, it's still concentrated at the top. You got Boston and Milwaukee at the top. Um, team getting it done on the low. You haven't been hearing much fanfare about them uh, for some reason. I don't know. You know, it, it seemed like they were the hot topic uh, about three weeks ago. Are currently sitting in the fourth position, which is the Brooklyn Nets, who have seen the guy back to basketball and actually making strides and are sitting at number four in the East. Who would have thought? I told you. I told you. If it's not about basketball, the Nets not going to get talked about, bro. I've said this, and it's been proven that it's, that's the only thing to talk about. Them. After all that commotion with Kyrie and KD and all that stuff, all that went away, there's nothing to talk about. Just let them boys play basketball. And the Nets have been getting it done lately. So, you know, they being a sneaky team, sitting at fourth right now, I mean, there's nothing more you could really say about it. Just let them boys play basketball. So there's not going to be no media coverage on them because there's nothing happening right now. It's just you expect them to win because of KD and Kyrie. So there's no point in really giving them much TV time. Well, but that's a, that's what I'm saying. That's how they be manufacturing that shit, man. They they make shit bigger than it should be because, you know, they've been playing ball and there's been no media kofifi about it, bro. They're sitting there fourth in the, in the East right now at 16 and 12. But when, you know, you had the big thing with Kyrie and everything and Katie was just growing up there, they, they, they played a game the other night where they sat out eight players. And still won the freaking game. Like, that wasn't talked about at all. Like, they still won the game sitting on eight of their players, bro. So, I mean, hey, bro, at the end of the day, y'all could come up with all this other controversy and this, that, and other, but ball don't lie. Right. And, um, you know, it's it's been a little bit of movement at the bottom. Uh, Miami Heat, probably, you know, they finally was able to do something. Uh, they're sitting at the bottom of the play-in position at number 10. Um, team was kind of looking at something, looking like they was going to be something earlier. Uh, Washington Wizards, they're out of the play-in. Chicago Bulls, man, like I said, they're going to have to do something with DeRozan before the trade deadline, man, because, I mean, they, they're they a mess right now. Yeah, it's, it's not looking good over there at all. I mean, who knows? He may can't come to the Lakers, man. You know, he may get lucky. Send Westbrook over there. I mean, bro, you want to send Westbrook over there, but Westbrook has been playing well and he doing is. his job, bro. He's been doing – he's he's take, taking the role. Everybody, you know, shitted on him last season. And you you know what? You can put me in there. Well, I ain't going to say I shitted on him, but it was just like, bro, this shit looks very bad. It looks terrible. And, you know, I think he would admit, like, bro, you was playing like shit. Yeah, and I don't know if that was Vogel fault, your fault, maybe a both, bit of both. I don't know, but I don't know what the Lakers could get. You know, get to give DeRozan. I don't know, but it ain't working out in Chicago with him, uh, Zach Levine, and uh, you know, Ball. He's he's been injured. I don't know if there's a timetable for him to return, but Chicago does not look good. At all. About to see what they're going to come up with going towards the uh, half of the season. Yeah, man, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see, man, the way this season going to, you know, unfold. Um, like I said, it's getting close to that time. So, 
think the big coming out point, like I said, they started to put the primetime games on Saturday evenings. Then, you know, we got the Christmas Day game schedule where it's going to be like four or five games and stuff like that. As football winds down, the NBA picks up more because you're just not going to beat the NFL when it comes to viewership. Right. Um, I think that's another discussion about all these NBA games. We, we can have that another day. Um, Like I said, college basketball, I'm going to start looking into it because uh, I think all of the craziness yeah, should be down. starting to wind down. Yeah, you know, and we can get some consistency. Um, I think probably be starting to look at that next week. Um, but on the next episode uh, this week, Lockwood and I, we're going to have a challenge where we're going to pick every last bowl game for the college football season, and we're going to see who can come up with the best record. Um, y'all can follow along if you want. Uh, we're going to see, you know, end this college football season up with a bang to see who can have the best record where we pick each and every bowl game. So if you want to get in on this and see who's going to come out on top with it, make sure you subscribe for our next episode because that's what we're going to be getting into. It's going to be, uh, a, it's gonna be know, a hectic episode. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm going to get this dub on you. I hate I to do it to that, you, boy. I don't know about that, bro. I think I'm going to come out on top. You know, I hey, got man. that college football magic, you know. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what you're working with, bro, you know. But, you know, like I said, we're going to we're gonna make sure we pick those. I think the first game is Friday, this Friday, the 16th. So make sure, you know, you tune in for the next episode. Uh, we're going to have all those picked out. And, you know, y'all can follow along as we get into college football season which has been another crazy one in itself. Um, I mean, we had the Heisman Trophy. Caleb Williams won it. I really wasn't interested in it at all. Um, Me either. And this has been like my first year where I was like, ugh, who's even in it? Yeah, man, to me, I I don't know. It just wasn't one of those where it's like, yeah, this guy's the Heisman guy, you know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. No, I mean, I was the same way. I mean, I would, I had to look up who was in the Heisman running this year as well. And I pretty <laughs> much just waited for somebody to tweet out who won. And be like, oh, he won. Congrats. I mean, it wasn't a major thing for me to watch this season. Yeah, and I think them not being able to get it done against Utah and everything kind of put a, a wet blanket over that because it's like, oh, if they would have won that, they would have been possibly – in the college playoff, and, you know, it would have been a better story and something to look forward to, but them losing and everything like that is just, just like, yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was a great quarterback, but wasn't nothing for me to watch the the event for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like I say, that's going to be wrapping up the college football season. And with that, we're going to wrap up another episode. So I want to thank my co-host Lockable with me as usual. You know, like I said, we want to like, share, subscribe. We're available on all platforms where you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, uh, Audible, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, wherever, you know what I'm saying? Tell, tell anybody and everybody, man. Give me my points podcast, like, share, and subscribe. 
And with that being said, lockable. Peace.